Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Retire, an audio guide packed with information to help you achieve a successful retirement. I'm your co-host, John McComb, and it's my pleasure to join Lori Pinkowski every two weeks to talk about financial and estate planning, travel, hobbies, and so much more. Whether you are planning for retirement or already living your retirement dreams, Ready, Set, Retire is for you. And Lori, no matter where you are in life, donating to charities can be deeply rewarding. A lot of people give to charities on a regular basis to support the causes they believe in or to give back to organizations that had a positive effect on their lives. Now, I know you and your team are very involved with Ronald McDonald House, B.C., and you've been supporting them for many years now. Whether it's uh, adopting a room for families who stay at the house or providing a meal to those families as well, you're making a big impact on the uh, lives of those folks for sure. Yeah, supporting Ronald McDonald House uh, has really been a big thing. Somebody asked me why did I get involved with them, and it really was when I became a mother. And I thought to myself how difficult that would be to see a child go through medical treatment. And so how can I support? And uh, in fact, my team and I, we just cooked 125 meals for the families at Ronald McDonald House. Wow. So I really do believe in giving back to the community in time or money or both. And so that's where talking to clients, many of them are very charitable, different causes. And so one day I was watching Global News and here I saw a charity that was also very in line with, you know, my thoughts and feelings. And so we've got a great guest today, Katie Mahoney. She's a co-founder of the charitable organization We Are Young. A charity like this is just so unique and very inspiring. And so we've been talking and and talking about how to bring uh, the charity here to BC. Katie is a co-founder of We Are Young, and her team's mission is to raise social awareness around the inequalities that seniors face, encourage respect for and appreciation of seniors, and to facilitate intergenerational connection where our seniors experience inclusion and belonging in their communities. Katie's organization, We Are Young, has fulfilled more than 7,500 wishes since inception. Katie, a real pleasure to welcome you to Ready, Set, Retire. Thank you, John. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. I deal with so many seniors, and we all know my Oma is near and dear to my heart at 102 years old, and that's basically why I got into the business yes. that I'm in, is to protect all the Omas and Opas out there. <laughs> so this charity, We Are Young, is just so in line with my thoughts as well. So why don't you tell us a little bit about We Are Young, and how does it work? Yeah, so We Are Young is a charity that grants wishes to seniors, and A lot of people ask, well, what do you mean by wishes? And I'm talking wishes that you and I have, Lori and John have. It can be anything from reliving a childhood past or passion that you once always used to do. But as you get older and you face age-related barriers, you know, there's things that are kind of in the way that are preventing you from getting back to the thing you love. Or a wish could be fulfilling a lifelong dream that you've had since you were five years old. And I know a lot of people have those, but that could be skydiving out of an airplane at 90. That could be, you know, wanting to go see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade live in New York City because you used to watch it since you were five. And and you always wanted to feel what it would be like to sit there amongst the crowd in person. Or also a wish could be reconnecting with a loved one for one reason or another. You haven't seen them in a very long time. 
and you want to make that connection again. So that is what we do. We, we grant these wishes to seniors and we do so to give back to a very selfless and humble generation who has quite literally put the needs of others before themselves throughout the years. And it's time that we give back to them. So that's one reason why we do what we do. But the other reason is to create a much broader narrative among society and to inspire others through our actions to showcase just how incredible our seniors are and what they're capable of achieving if we as a society come together and support their needs more. So at the core, that is who We Are Young is. Yeah. <laughs> Age is only a number. And I always, you know, um, look at inspiring retirees or inspiring seniors who do have these things that they want to do in life. And, you know, I'm always encouraging that on the other side of the table. And that's why I just love your charity so much. And one of the other wishes that I saw you grant on Global, which was one of the reasons I contacted you was when you got glasses, the special glasses for someone who had macular degeneration, which runs in my family. And he wanted to see a hockey game, I think was the story. And so you flew him in to go see a hockey game and gave him the glasses so he could see it again. And I thought that was just amazing. It, it gives me shivers right now just thinking about the story. It was, it was so cool. It wasn't just any hockey game, Laurie. It was uh, at uh, Maple Leaf Gardens to go and watch the Toronto Maple Leafs play. So that's a big-time experience. So congratulations, uh, Katie, for that. That's that's really cool. Uh, tell me, you are a young person, obviously. You're not uh, anywhere near retirement. So what inspired you as a, as a young person to work on the charitable side of a nonprofit industry, but specifically on behalf of seniors? Yeah, that's a great question, John. Ever since I was younger, I was fortunate enough to grow up with grandparents who lived until their mid-90s, and I saw them have a revolving door of love and support with family and friends throughout their entire lives. And I grew up with this perception that all seniors were supported just like my grandparents. But I realized that that was not reality, and the moment that this realization came to fruition was when I had met a woman who had to be in her late 70s, and I saw her doing a lot of things for her community, whether it was feeding the homeless at a local shelter or bringing in baked goods to a new job that I had just started and feeding the staff members. And I just knew I really wanted to get to know her. But she was a complete stranger, and I was hesitant until I was nominated within the same time frame to do an act of kindness for anyone. It could have been a, a pay it forward at the drive through It could have been anything, but it was, the point was to use your imagination and recognize someone who you saw doing good for other people. And so immediately I used this as motivation to ask this woman if she wanted to hang out with me. And she, without hesitation, lit up and said that she would love to. And so we did whatever she wanted to do that day, but we went and we got our nails done. That was kind of the primary thing that we did. One, I realized in that moment that that was the first time she ever got her nails done into her late 70s. But I also realized that that was the first time that someone took the time to make a day about her. I learned about her hardships, her personal sacrifices. I learned so much about this woman, but what I learned most was that my perception was not reality and that there are many seniors out there, just like this woman named Eleanor, who could really use the love and support 
that we as a society have missed our mark on. And not only that, but the concept of wishes stemmed from the fact that I was 22 years old. I've had countless experiences under my belt that most people in their later years could never say that they've done. And I realized that a lot of these seniors haven't had a chance to have these dreams and aspirations come to fruition because they selflessly sacrificed their time and resources to ensure that the generations such as myself had bright futures. And so that just <laughs> that put fire under my butt, for the lack of better words, to, to ask the question, one, is there a charity that already exists that's doing this? And two, if not, how do I get started? And very quickly, I met co-founder Kara Chisholm, and we brought together a group of like-minded individuals who had passion and fuel and motivation to just hit the ground running and build way to what it is today, eight years later. I mean, that's a, a great story. And, and I, I didn't even know that story, actually. So you know, I find it really interesting that sometimes it's just these things that happen in life that guide you to your path and your path is to help others, which is awesome. You talked a little bit about it, but how did We Are Young get started? And what was the first wish, too? I wouldn't mind knowing that. <laughs> this is a great question. Um, you're bringing me back eight years, but um, how it got started was just putting one foot in front of the other. Lori, I had no idea what we were doing at the beginning. It was a matter of asking a lot of questions and putting one foot in front of the other and just starting a fundraising event, see what type of reaction we would get from our community members and realize that the concept of way and question why it doesn't already exist. So we knew we were onto something. Katie, tell me about some of the wishes that you have fulfilled when people ask for your help. What's it like? What, what kind of things do they ask for? So our wishes, we always say, come in all different shapes and sizes. Um, we like to categorize them into three main categories. One uh, wishes are fulfilling a lifelong dream, so something that they've always wanted to do. Two, a wish can be reconnecting with a loved one that someone hasn't seen in a very long time. Or three, a wish can be reliving a passion or hobby that a senior once used to always do, uh, but for one reason or another can't because of age-related barriers. And to give examples for a few of these, we've granted fulfilling a lifelong dream. Uh, for example, we've granted many of these wishes. This is our primary wish request. And it can be anything from flying in a helicopter over uh, a place that they grew up and used to pick blueberries as a young girl, or it could be skydiving at the age of 90, or it could be going to a baseball event, the Toronto Blue Jays that, you know, they've been an avid fan for the last 40 years. And I've always watched it from the comfort of their living room, but always imagine what it would be like to be able to watch it from the stands. We've had seniors go up in a glider plane. We've had Oh, gosh, we've had a senior who's always wanted to ride on a Zamboni. She was obsessed with Zamboni since she was five, but she was told that it was a guy thing. And so she never thought she would ever see the day where she actually got to ride one. Um, we had a wish for a lady who's always wanted to drive in a transport truck. And some of these wishes may seem, and I don't want to use the word silly, but just kind of not what some people would wish for. 
But I tell you, these wishes are so meaningful. You know, the woman, Frances, who always wanted to ride in a, a transport truck, she um, got so emotional quoting, you know, I, I hope my, my parents are looking down or um, I, I hope they're seeing me do this. So it's hard to articulate just how powerful these wishes are to these seniors for all different reasons. And another story I love to touch on that kind of highlights reliving a, a passion or a purpose that one used to do, but now has age-related barriers that are preventing them from doing it. One great example of this is a gentleman, his name's Victor, and he always used to go rock hounding. So rock hounding, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but essentially it's looking for different rock specimens on shorelines and it's, it's a hobby. And he always used to go to this place called Amethyst Cove. And to get there, he would have to climb down this trek to reach the shoreline. And as he got older, that trek became more difficult. And then eventually, you know, he thought, I can't do this anymore. And so years went by with just the memories of this hobby and never thinking he'd be able to do that again. And then his partner heard of our organization and it was a matter of chartering a boat to relieve the age-related barrier, preventing him to getting back to the thing he loves. And, you know, it's not just the wish. It's not just that moment. It's what it does for seniors far beyond that moment for their mental and physical well-being and, and rebuilding their self-confidence and worth. Yeah, exactly. We talk a lot on here on Ready, Set, Retire about mental health and seniors and, you know, staying positive and having goals and achieving those goals, you know, and um, and so many of those wishes are just uh, amazing. And I can really understand what you mean that it's it means so much to them. That's their wish. And, you know, everyone's unique and everyone has different wishes. And if it's a Zamboni, so be it. Or jumping out of a plane, so be it as well. You mentioned at the beginning about trying to, I think, convey to the general public some of the plights that older people go through, that retired people can find themselves in. And uh, I think it's quite refreshing because I think there's a perception that, well, once people are retired, they've saved enough money and they're fine. But that isn't really the case in a lot of cases right across the country, really. Yeah. And I would say money is not everything, right? It's feeling supported and valued that I think takes precedence over anything. And I think that is missing in the way that we look at our seniors, that connection, that intergenerational connection is very much lost. And we feel and we know that through our wish stories and getting them out there to the general public, we're that reminder for society to realize, you know, have I checked in with the seniors in, in my circle? You know, am I asking them if they have unfulfilled dreams and aspirations that maybe even without ways direct intervention are capable of fulfilling on my own because maybe it's a trip to the beach we're here to grant wishes but we're also here to be the inspiration for them to take action in their own lives because we can't create a better community and a better society that supports seniors if we're not all involved and it really is about that personal connection, too. And you, you mentioned it's not always about, uh, you know, how much retirement money they have, because the, the studies uh, have told us over the last many years that really it's companionship. It's being with another person. It's feeling that you're sharing your life with someone else, whether it's a friend, a next door neighbor, whoever it happens to be, that you have some 
connection going forward with other people. And that really is so vital to people's mental health and their their outlook and really everything. Definitely. And one last thing I want to add to that is you could have the money to be able to fulfill a wish on your own, but sometimes you don't have the resources or you don't know how to navigate a computer or you don't know how to ask the right questions. And we've run into instances in that regard where a senior you know, may have the financial means to be able to purchase the wish. They just don't have the resources and the know-how to do it. Like how to book a Zamboni, for instance. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you start with that one? You you go to We Are Young, they'll figure it out for you. And so how are people generally sending you these wishes? I think it's important to note that as of right now, We Are Young is in Eastern Canada. And since I found out about it, we're in talks of bringing it to BC. And that's why we've got you here on Ready, Set, Retire today to bring it to the forefront, because I think this is a fabulous cause and could really help so many seniors and inspire others. And like you said, it's inspire people to reach out to seniors around them and keep that connection, as John was saying as well. So where you are, how are people sending the wishes to you? How do you find them? So we're very lucky to have platforms that get our our name out there and allow people to know who we are and the services that we offer to seniors. But To be actually able to submit a wish, seniors and loved ones or those who know of seniors, it's through an online application right through our website. It's really easy to locate. Uh, It's just under the wishes tab and it says submit a wish. But we are granting wishes to seniors who are over the age of 70 that have an experience-based wish and that are within the Atlantic provinces. But Lori, to your point... We don't just want to be in the Atlantic provinces. We want to be able to offer this to all Canadians. And, you know, we're headed in the direction where we're growing and wanting to be able to be everywhere and being able to collaborate with like-minded individuals whose values and passions very much align with what we do as an organization. So that's why we're so fortunate to be able to have this relationship with you and to be able to test this concept in the Vancouver region to see just how successful it will be uh, when we start granting wishes. Well, well, we got lots of seniors here, lots of great seniors. I can tell you, I deal with a whole bunch of them (laughs) and they're going to be so happy to hear of something like this. I think, I think everybody would be. And as you know, I mean, you've had a lot of exposure on CTV and global and, you know, I think that will continue. And again, just bring the idea to BC and bring the charity here and let's grant some wishes. That's the plan in coming months. Thank you, Lori. Yeah, if you are in BC and you have an unfulfilled wish, uh, if you're a senior listening, or if you have a loved one who is a senior and you know they have an unfulfilled wish, we encourage you to submit an application directly through our website on behalf of that senior. Right now, we are doing a pilot project in partnership with Lori just to see you know, if this is something your community would love for us to bring to BC permanently. And so we're just excited to test this pilot out and grant a few wishes for some really deserving seniors. That's fantastic. Now, before we wrap this up, we like for our guest to share a quote. So uh, have you found a quote for us for this week? Yes. I heard this from a gentleman last year and it has resonated with me deeply. And it is that age is a privilege. Wow. That's nice. That's really nice. Thank you so much. 
I just wanted to say, you know, having the power to really improve the lives of others is a privilege. And it comes with the additional benefit of really reinforcing our personal values while really helping people and inspiring and be inspiring, I think is also important. And uh, so again, Katie, I just want to thank you so much for shining a light on Way or We Are Young and looking forward to working closely with you and the team there to bring the charity out this way. As I said, a lot of great seniors here in BC, and I can't wait to grant some wishes with you. Well, it sounds uh, fantastic, and what a great idea, and congratulations to you, Lori, for wanting to expand this to British Columbia, and to you, Katie, as well. Just a great pleasure to talk to you, and uh, congratulations on your success so far, and uh, when we speak again, uh, hopefully we'll be able to tell so many more stories of success around We Are Young. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Katie. And it was nice talking to you as well, John, like usual. And we'll talk again in a couple weeks. And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ready, Set, Retire. If you're interested in learning more or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-695-LORI, 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening, and join us again in two weeks for another edition of Ready, Set, Retire. The comments and opinions expressed in this podcast are the result of work done by Lori Pinkowski. They may differ from the opinion of Canaccord Genuities Research and should not be considered as representative of Canaccord's beliefs, opinions, or recommendations. All views expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management is a division of Canaccord Genuity Corp., member of the CIPF and IROC.